0: Welcome to the Culture Club podcast, hosted by the Han International School of Business Community, Han International Office, IM Student Point, and the Erasmus Student Network. Welcome to our podcast, Culture Club, um, episode number two. And we're going to be talking about freedom and responsibility, and when your freedom crosses mine. Um, so I'd like to first introduce yourself, Jesse, Michael, um, and just tell us where you're from and what brought you here.
1: Yeah, since I'm the only woman in the round, I think I will start now. Uh, yeah, my name is Jesse, uh, 24 years old, uh, German, I'm from Germany, and I'm a previous communication student, and now I'm working at the Han.
2: Hello, I'm uh, Michael, Samanyasubi, Chiyimba, and other names. <laughs> I'm uh, a Ugandan by nationality and African. I've been in the Netherlands for close to four years, I think, four or three years. Not sure sometimes I forget because of the weather um <laughs> yeah, so i'm here to i'm a communication student doing my internship with the center of international business research and um here to yeah talk about freedom and responsibility yeah my name is lewis um i'm i'm twenty three years old
3: I'm from Indonesia and i came to the netherlands um in 2016 to start my education my international business education um at the han and now i'm also working at the han and yeah that's the introduction template that i normally use so
0: <laughs> so thank you all for for being here and for being present and sharing your opinions visions um i'd like to start off with one question um what's the most recent moment when someone else crosses your freedom crossed into your freedom
1: i think the most recent time was at a grocery store where i was shopping and i was wearing my mask and someone else wasn't wearing their mask and of course we are allowed not to wear the mask due to medical reasons etc but also in that way I was thinking about, okay, am I feeling safe? Am I feeling okay? Or do I feel uncomfortable? Also, I'm from a country where we kind of follow the rules, I would say. We pretty like our rules. Um, So therefore, everyone is following it. And now being in the Netherlands, this is, of course, not always the case. And um, yeah, I think that was one moment where I had to think about if your freedom, the other person's freedom is crossing mine.
3: For me personally, maybe recently, um, I haven't had any experiences with that. But seeing that uh, this month, um, I'm not sure if everyone's aware, but this month is like Ramadan and I'm from Indonesia. Um, Indonesia is yeah, the, the country with the most Muslim population in the world. And I was born and raised there, but I'm a minority there. So I wasn't part of the bigger group that celebrates Ramadan. And I've been hearing um, some news there that um, yeah, people that celebrate Ramadan, they're supposed to fast the whole day then, yeah. And unfortunately, um, some people were, yeah, some part of the majority were a bit more aggressive and some people that don't actually need to fast, yeah, they kind of eat at this restaurant and the police kind of shot the restaurant down and kind of broke everything, even though they don't have any thing to do with the celebration. So maybe that's why
0: that made you feel like limited in your freedom. And I, th- I guess that counts for your family as well. That's still yeah. There. yeah.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. W- what's their experience with that? Like, how do they feel about that? It's a sad truth in my opinion, but I think, this has been a problem, yeah, this has been a problem for a very long time. And yeah as a minority, I think um, we don't have a lot of uh, we don't have a lot of options to solve it. Mm-hmm. So for now we kind of just try to respect uh, what the majority is doing and just try to not bother them <laughs> in any way basically and, yeah, just trying to respect them as best as we can.
2: Well, as a as a Ugandan, I would like to rephrase the question and ask myself: When was the last time someone did not cross my freedom? <laughs> because <laughs> because it, just sitting here and trying to listen to all these things, uh, it makes me beg the question: Now, uh, where is my freedom and how far has it been pushed back on because you grow up in a culture society where you're supposed to follow certain rules so that you can fit in and be a certain person then you also are pushed to be in a certain religion so that you can still belong to a certain sect uh, your parents have expectations that you do certain things and become a certain person but your freedom is being you know pushed back because you cannot really choose to be who you want to be and so for me that's before i even start talking about the political system where we go for elections and we already know that someone has voted for us and they've revoted themselves into power you know so for me it's it, it's it's a question of when was the last time i actually thought about myself having real freedom because even when I'm a Ugandan not living in Uganda, I still fear that the government has a certain leverage over me because they my family, my friends, all the people I care for, most of the people I care for are living in Uganda. So I can't really speak out or say things that will agitate the government because my freedom is limited in that sense, you know So I think it's it's a different, ball game it's a different perspective
0: and what does that make you feel because you're aware of this block being there you can't do certain things and what is there anything that you would do with that or is that a way to dutch vision that oh we can change things um that's not the way it works there
2: well you can i can change things we can change things but some things don't change the way as fast as we want them you know and this is a rotten political system that has been there for over 40 something years uh so it, it would be a lot of wishful thinking to think that you are going to change this because it comes with changing perspective changing perception and changing how people respond or view their country in a way so it's not as easy as we can just build a dike and the water stops to go to the houses it's also with the mindset that people are used to and people in my country have been so used to being treated the wrong way that when you treat them the right way they are suspicious you know so then <laughs> the freedom changes so yeah it's uh it's a tricky one
1: now listening to what you're saying i'm thinking When you hear that I'm talking about, okay, I'm thinking maybe my freedom got crossed because someone didn't wear a mask. Does this make you angry in a way of why are you complaining about so small things compared to what you're facing? Or do you think that gives you hope that when you like starting your family here, that you know that your children or yourself having more opportunities of actually experience freedom?
2: uh the construct of freedom is relative that's that's also something that i i try to keep in mind because even when we say we are free or even when we think about ourselves as free people every human being has things that hold them back or make them feel like their freedom has been you know stepped on or pulled back Uh, i wouldn't belittle the fact that you feel like someone who is not wearing a mask Uh, is crossing your freedom because they could sneeze and infect you with corona and then you have to you know go through this period of treating yourself which is literally making you not functional the way you want to be however when it comes to thinking about can people in my country get more freedom or can they get more from being citizens from a certain country I think yeah because when you're in Europe you have this right to have a lot of privileges from your government, which you don't always find in a country like Uganda. So it's 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 relative, but then it's also something that is uh, subject to interpretation. When you talk about freedom, what is freedom? And when people are crossing the line of freedom, uh, what are they crossing exactly? Because in your perspective with a mask, you say, they they are crossing your freedom, but they think it's their freedom not to have uh, a mask. Uh, I might say it's my freedom to have a free government, and the people in the government are saying uh, it's our freedom to be dictators. You know, so the absence of a common ground on what freedom should be like is always an issue that is contagious. People are debating what is freedom, what does it mean, and when is it that I cross the line? Personally if my freedom encroaches, let's say, on Lewis's freedom or your freedom, I feel like that's when the line is crossed or when I abuse the gift I perceive as freedom, then we are crossing lines. And that's when, is that when we draw the lines and and the the boxing match begins? I don't know.
0: (laughs) That's a hard one indeed. (laughs) Um, And for you, what is freedom? Because you've told us that in your vision and i agree there's different perspectives on freedom and different visions on freedom but f- to you what does freedom mean
2: to me uh just like love i think that freedom I- sounds good it sounds nice just like love but it always boils down to the simple things for me love is caring love is a uh, responsibility love is protection you know, and all the other nitty gritties the virtues that you can really translate and put into action uh for me, freedom from a philosophical point of view, I would say freedom uh, you can only be free until you're dead that's that's my opinion, and the rest of it is subject to how much you perceive yourself being free because it's just an interpretation in my mind. I am free because I think. Because I can go to the bar or I can go to school, then I think I'm free. But when I go to school, I'm actually not free because I must meet the deadlines. So I must pay tuition. I have to pay taxes. And let's be honest. No one, None of us likes paying taxes. you know. And so it's you're not as free as you think you are. But because you've accepted that this is part of your construct of being responsible in your freedoms then you don't view it as a burden. You view it as uh, a contribution to society. So then you can't cross freedom, but you are part of a construct that accepts freedom in a certain way.
0: That's that's deep insights here. Um, And Lewis and Jesse, what's your perception on freedom? Because we've heard one from completely different perspective than than i would have and i'm sure that you two would have different perspectives on that as well
3: for me personally i think freedom is something that everyone uh technically um as a human i think everyone should possess freedom since they were born but it's kind of sad because i've i've been seeing a lot of uh groups of people let's say that doesn't have uh, freedom and I think, lately, freedom has become something for the privilege, you know? And, yeah, I think freedom is something that everyone should possess, I think, as human beings, and it shouldn't be a privilege. So, maybe that's my take. on
1: Yeah, I think I would go back to the topic where you said privilege, that you think freedom is sort of a privilege right now. And I think I would call myself pretty privileged from where I grew up, how I grew up, the settings are, that my family can support me in all kinds of ways. So I think that's also sort of a freedom for me. I agree also what you said about freedom of the mind, that of the, having your own thoughts, etc. cetera. But I do think for me, freedom, before the conversation I would have said, and before even thinking about freedom, I would have said, freedom for me is going on a nice location going to a nice country to study and really the um, basic things and I think those were the topics I had before coming to this university really and then seeing how a lot of people are struggling and not only let's say seeing it in the news how little freedom a lot of countries have but actually experience and hearing from other nationalities on how little I would perceive this freedom they receive in different countries makes you rethink what does freedom actually mean to me and also makes you appreciate how much freedom you have already given and gotten because now thinking about where do I wish I would have more freedom that's definitely the way but that's like a society issue and general at the moment how women are being treated or the issues coming up with that but I also would say that for for me this might be being a woman that might cross my freedom for you that might be because of your skin color that a lot of people just assuming that a lot of people in different countries that you're facing issues with it you are mentioning about your religion that they are crossing your freedom so I think everyone has some sort of freedom topic that we can sort of relate to not understand i think you can never understand until you experienced it but we can relate to it but i would say hearing about what you are talking to about uganda how it is there i can listen to it but for me it's more like a a tv i'm seeing it but i cannot understand like i would love to understand i love to relate but i will not be able to because i've never grown up in that setting and i never had to think about freedom because I have experienced already so much freedom in my country, I would say.
0: So that's, that's going back to d- d- having this ex- international experience and having all these different cultures around has has opened up you to seeing how free you actually are and how, how much l- lacking of freedom there is in the rest of the world.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think when I hear how others, for instance, also the salary rages, etc., I would say, damn... I'm pretty damn lucky growing up in Germany because I could have also grown up in a different country and my life would have been so much different. I know that mm, my worry now is finding finding a job, having a nice place, you know, but if I would have grown up somewhere else, my freedom, yeah, I would have thought about, I had different worries. I would say my worries are rich people problems. That's what what we call it like problems that privileged people I would say have my problems are not s- bringing food on the table for my family also so yeah i think i'm i'm pretty yeah pretty lucky and i'm happy that i grew up in such a i would say compared to other countries free country
2: i um i relate to what you're saying and i actually see a truth in it because your freedom is always dependent on the way you were brought up and the way you um, perceive it as well. And also your physical location, your geographical location. So all these things contribute to how you perceive the word freedom. But for me at some point, I feel like the most universal, the common denominator for everyone when it comes to the point of freedom is uh, how many rights do you have, you know? And how responsible are you with these rights as a member of a certain society? Uh, it's almost impossible in the modern society to say that people are free because you are not free when all your information is out there. Someone else is handling your data. Someone else is... um With, with COVID-19, the word freedom is also something you can go with in many directions, you know. So I think that it's subject to interpretation, but the point at which we cross is when we start hurting other people, you know. When we start hurting, for example, I am free to want to punch someone, you know, but am I actually free to punch someone, you know, (laughs) so <laughs> it's very tricky because I can want to punch someone but am I actually free to do it? If I do it, I've crossed the line of freedom. Then I'm stepping into the other person's freedom. But all of us have that once in a while where you're like should I smash this person's face because they're doing something, you know, impossible or they're chewing loudly in the train or they're chewing eating boiled eggs next to you in a public transport and you're thinking to yourself, this has nothing to do with whether I'm Ugandan or I'm a student or I'm employed. Boiled eggs just don't smell good. and, <laughs> and you, you, you understand. So there's those small things that you look at and you're thinking, mm, this is irritating in a way. It's your freedom to eat, but... I also have freedom not to smell what you're eating. Can you respect that? <laughs> you know? But then they will also tell you, yeah, I have freedom because I pay taxes to be in this bus. So, where's the equalizer?
1: Would you say you have cost someone freedom lately?
2: Me? Uh, on a daily basis, I think. <laughs> 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 but you know, you, you never know. You never know. Or you never know who you're pissing off, but... Yeah, you just try to, to do your best to see that, okay, I'm not stepping on people's toes, but I'm the kind of person who offends people when I don't know I'm offending them because I say what I think I want to say and sometimes it doesn't sit with many people okay, but then I'm, I'm like, yeah, uh, I don't say it to offend you, but if it's my truth, I think I also have a freedom to say this is the truth from my perspective. I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm just saying, You can also speak your truth, so don't try to suppress mine.
0: And and then how do you bring that balance between the two? Because it's about, one, being able to express your own freedom and at the same time not intruding someone else's freedom too much.
2: I think it's respect. For me, the the general equalizer is respect and responsibility. Those two bring everything. If you're enjoying your freedom, at least as given to you by the government or by society, and you are enjoying it responsibly like if you want to drink beer that's okay you know if you're above 18 i'm i'm hoping uh then you have a right to drink beer not in the middle of the street not in the middle of the highway you understand so you you respect other you respect other people in the sense of okay uh, this is my freedom but i'm going to you know, I'm going to exercise it in a responsible way. Then there is a common denominator. So, Luis, could
0: you hook into what Michael just said about the th- your own boundary and that being crossed or exercising your own freedom while making sure not to intrude others' freedom too much? And how is your experience with that?
3: I would say that... Um maybe back a little bit on michael's point there um i totally agree that um respect and was it responsibility yeah are two Im- yeah <laughs> yeah are like two very important aspects on freedom but i also think that um maybe rules rules are also necessary for maintaining freedom equally for everyone let's say But
0: wouldn't you say that at the same time rules limit someone's freedom?
3: Agree. Um, Might be true in many different cases, let's say. But I also think that um, the society, I would say, they kind of need specific boundaries that they need to respect too, you know. And with respect and responsibility, I think those are very personal points that um, couldn't really be changed by anyone else other than the person. So, yeah, I would say uh, rules can really give uh, some sort of a benchmark, let's say, or or some sort of a guideline for everyone to equally experience freedom and to equally respect everyone's freedom. So rules
0: more of serve as a guideline as, and is as helping that everyone has kind of equal freedom?
3: Yeah, I would say.
0: Jessica, what about you? Wh- what do you think about the rules?
1: Well, I have to agree to disagree. Um, of course, I'm a big fan of rules. As I said, coming from a country that's pretty loving their rules. Um, but also what I've experienced uh, a few years ago, I was working as a lifeguard. I'm pretty small, I know, but uh, I'm still able to save people. So um, there was this rule that if someone is coming with a bikini, uh, for the ones who don't know what a bikini is, it's basically uh, a swimsuit that is covering up your whole body and it's a bit wider so you cannot see the body shapes based on the religion where other people are from. So when a woman or a girl is coming and wearing a bikini, I'm allowed to go to that woman and tell her, hey, I'm sorry, you have two options. Either you have to leave the swimming pool or you have to take off your bikini and put on a swimsuit or a bikini or something that is tight on your body. And in that way, of course, that is the rule of the swimming pool and the rule of a lot of swimming pools in Germany, but also is taking away the freedom of the woman that wants to practice her religion because in her religion she's not allowed to wear something super tight on her body and to show her body figure. But also for us, I have to say that because a lot of other people feel uncomfortable because they don't know exactly who is underneath it, if it's really a woman or not. I personally think you can see that it's a woman, but not everyone agrees. And also they are afraid of that that woman might wear something dangerous underneath, which I would say most of the cases not the case they just really want to practice their religion but still that's not the rule so then I'm wondering is her freedom really crossing mine and also am I not more crossing her freedom right now to practice her religion but then of course there are these huge debates back home and everything and w- we do practice several religions back home, but our main religion is Catholic and Protestant, so those are two main religions, so therefore it's not our main religion, so therefore we do not cross the lines. And there are lots of lawsuits each year also where parents are saying they don't want that their daughters are taking the swimming lessons because they're not allowed to wear proper outfits, so then that we have to fail them or give them other tasks so they're and constantly and they don't get the education of learning how to swim. So I think then we're also taking their freedom away. But I think in that way it's really difficult because a rule is set to take someone's freedom away or the freedom to practice their religion. But if the rule wouldn't be there, also a lot of people would feel that their freedom would be taken away the freedom of safety.
0: And Louis, you're on the complete other side of that whole spectrum, I think, with... um, islam being one of the main religions and and basically i think from what i understood is seeing the same kind of thing happen in as in germany where the other religions are kind of limited Mm. and how how do you see that from
3: the indonesia perspective (laughs) i would say yeah um maybe yeah personally i never really experienced it myself but i've seen a lot of yeah, cases, similar cases, Uh, maybe one example, I would say a few years ago, there was this guy, Mm -hmm. he's also part of the minority group and he decided to run for the governor of Jakarta. And because of his race, because of his uh, real true self, you know, as a minority, it was very difficult for him to bring his competence to actually bring his values uh, for the good of the people because the majority, uh, there are some, maybe I would say like more extremist group that really attack this person. And at the end, um, the person uh, couldn't be a governor uh, because um, he might have said uh, one one wrong thing, like a thing or two that really offended The majority Mm -hmm. and since the beginning the majority was also trying to find mistakes you know so at the end um it's sad uh he got arrested because he reported to the police because he said this offensive thing so yeah i would say that's also a similar case then um but maybe a little bit more serious Uh, not that yours are not serious, but <laughs> I mean like uh, impactful I would say, yeah. Because uh, the important thing of uh, being a governor is like as long as you have the competency, as long as you have the right values, the right mentality, the right ideas for the people, I think uh, you deserve to be one. But yeah, unfortunately, because just because of race, just because of his status as a minority, it's limited, so
0: yeah. I would just like to finish off the podcast um podcast number two concluded with this um thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Lewis, for being here. um I think it was a really interesting conversation again um, and I'd hope to see you back again soon um I think I wanna just reiterate on the most important values for making sure that we all get the freedom we kind of want is the one have respect for each other and to be responsible with the freedom that you get and be responsible with how you use it so thank you thank you to our guests for being here today we hope that you enjoyed today's episode if you have any questions comments or if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast you can email us through community.isb at hand.nl make sure to follow us on instagram to stay updated